Welcome, everyone, to Modcast VR, Episode 7. We're the official podcast of the Flat to VR community, and we're I'm Dr. Greg, uh, Dr. Greg VR, and this is VRAN, my co-host. I don't know if he'll be That's this me. way or this way. I can never remember, because I have to turn yeah. this around. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and we're really excited today. Uh, we have with us Baggy G, or Grant Bagwell, from uh, Team Beef. And uh, we're going to be talking. Yeah, welcome, welcome, Grant. We're going to be talking today about uh, um, the three games that Team Beef has just been released, and are, we're not they're working on. They haven't released them yet, uh, but we've got to play with them, and we'll talk a little bit about them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's been what uh, six weeks? I think it's been six weeks. Yeah, it has been six weeks. We apologize for that, folks. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Ran was out of the country. He did have a screen in case anything amazing came up that we needed to talk about. Yeah. Uh, and I've had a ton of stuff going on. I've had to move both my kids back from Denver and uh, all this kind of stuff. And it's just been, it's just been a nightmare. <laughs> so, so we've been, we've been on the road a bit, uh, but we're back. We're back and we're ready to get started. We are. Um, so we are back since it's been so long, there's been a ton of news. You guys can read the flat to VR Twitter if you want to get all of it, but we're going to talk about a few things that are really exciting to me i think are like big big news items and then we'll get on with our interview with with grant uh the, the first news item that really excites me that's i can't wait to try it i, I haven't had a chance to yet um is uh prey dogs resident evil 2 mod with the health of what or help of uh pure dark i believe uh they have added in dlss and uh uh fsr2 and i don't even know what xess is do you guys know what that is i've never heard of that one but (laughs) anyway they've added that into the resident evil 2 uh mod and i can't wait to try that out because that game is so good but it could use a bump in frame rates i think they even added uh uh TAA into it, I believe. Uh, but yeah, the, I was reading on there, they've got it up to 250 frames per second with the DLSS. Which is crazy. That's going to be... You tried you tried Resident Evil 2 with FSR, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I did. I did. And, you and did it, something and the f- effects were like so smooth. Yeah, yeah. No, but it... Recently, yeah. Yeah. No, it, it worked great. Um, but now I'm so excited for that. Have you... Have you like, you've You've had to have played those, right, Grant? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I went through my usual thing with uh, Resident Evil 2 of going through the loop of spending zero time playing it and maybe two hours just tweaking it just to get out of that perfect uh, spot. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm really looking to try it again because even I think I tried the very first release even before it had the separate mods that have come out for a bit more smooth motion, no head bobbing and things like that. Yeah. Uh, I can't mm-hmm. wait. I mean, for sure, that range of all the Resident Evil ones, Prey Dog's done, are in my top five. Mm-hmm. Uh, just... Yeah, the, all all of them are getting access to like a triple A game is in VR that works so well is uh, yes is something yeah. else. Yeah, I saw somebody uh, it was on Facebook the other day, and uh, somebody in the, on one of the Resident Evil groups had commented about the VR mod, and some guy said, "Yeah, but it's just a fan mod." And I was like, dude, <laughs> that, I, that, that's just like, that's reducing just an amazing piece of technology, calling it just a fan mod. <laughs> <And> mod. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, 
I couldn't believe he got motion controls. I wasn't even expecting that when that game first came out. Mm-hmm. I was like, all I wanted was gamepad just in VR, but then we got motion controls on top of it. Are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another thing, of course, uh, uh, well, here's one. Uh, Half-Life, Half-Life 1 now has a VR mod. There's another piece of news yeah. for you. Uh, for for the PC, not just for the Quest 2. I'm actually, or I'm actually kind of, because let's see, Team Beef did the the VR mod, right? Yeah. The Lambda mod, that was a Team Beef mod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for the Quest uh, native port of it. And yeah, Vac, yeah. Uh, sorry, uh, Max Vollmer did, uh, and his team did mm-hmm. the PC VR version. Uh, they're, they're, they're similar in a lot of ways and sort of different in a lot of ways. I know their team tried to do a lot of uh, like the physical motion. So when you're, you're turning like evolve you're actually doing it and things like that which oh, was okay. really interesting um but yeah like um i've not actually checked out the latest i i tried their version sort of side by side a while ago and uh they were uh it seemed pretty good and um yeah i want to check out uh one of the things i mean we really struggled with on that was ladders i know like if anyone's played our mod on it they're like a ladder they don't know what to do they're up they're down and, yeah um, yeah i know they did sort of physical controls for that which is maybe the ideal solution ladders are always they're always the nemesis man it's even in the even in half-life mm. 2 vr mod Ooh. from uh, source team <laughs> it's like i remember yeah. when i first played that i i those damn ladders like ah oh, ladders yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't did not what's the guy uh that blanket on his name now the guy from bethesda todd howard is that that's who i'm thinking of right yes. yeah i think he's always talked about you know how hard it is to get ladders to work in hmm. especially <laughs> in, in ports because from a game's point of view you're sort of looking up and then they do then they just take like a forward motion but everything's very stable so you mm-hmm. say well i'm looking up in this direction and then i'm so sort of, I've got this sort of velocity, so therefore I can go up and down the ladder very stably. But when you take into account that you're in VR, suddenly you've got a headset where you can look all around, yeah. and you've got a controller, which a lot of people take their movement based off. Like you're just sort of veering wildly everywhere. <laughs> um, so that that's sort of the challenge, especially because at the end of the day, it really just has to come back to um, a velocity-based sort of single digit to say, right, I'm going up or down. Uh, it's it's challenging. It's challenging, and yeah. uh, I th- I think Max and his team have done a great job of that to really get because Lambda as well. I mean, is is such a oh sorry Half Life is such a old engine even compared to what we moved on to afterwards. You know, sort of Doom Three or the ID Tech stuff mm-hmm. uh, is really old. Uh, so especially in terms of getting weapons, which are sort of motion controlled you have to do a lot of sort of tweaks in the background to even get that to work you know um, yeah having a thing which is this is an element in the world which is your weapon which is completely different from your camera itself uh just doesn't really exist um in those older engines so it's it's a lot of tricks behind the scene yeah yeah i need to i need wow. to try that out i i did have trouble with that one on the quest now, i played it on the original quest I've never tried it on the Quest 2. Um, there's something about those really old games like Half-Life 1, even uh, the Jedi Knight game that we're going to talk about later. I don't know what it is about these really old games, but I, I never get sick in VR. But they tend to make me feel a little bit ill. 
and, I, and I'm not sure why. I mean, because I can whip around all kinds of speeds everywhere in the newer, or, or, you know, and I'm fine. I don't feel ill, but there's, I don't know if it's like a frame rate thing. Uh, I, I just, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I think uh, the, the trolley ride at the start of Half-Life 1 uh, challenges everyone. Yeah. You've got that forced rotation, yeah. kind of slow and lurching. Um, sort of Jedi Knight is, is a fast game. Uh, so we're, we're sort of having to balance slowing that down enough, slowing down the NPCs and the stormtroopers and everything. So suddenly mm -hmm. they're not so much faster than you. Just to hit that right balance uh, to get the most people in. Huh. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Okay. Uh, Another news item, uh, Rikaparta released a mod, and this was actually a couple weeks ago, uh, the Neon White mod. It's in early access. I've never played this game, but it looks like it'd be pretty fun. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's in early access on, uh, was it Itch.io? Or it's itch like itch.io. <laughs> and, yeah. and or you could, you could support him on his Patreon, which that's what I suggest that you do, because, uh, you know, Flat to VR wouldn't even be around if it wasn't for Rikaparta. He kind of helped start. I think he did the very first mod um, mm. for that for that community, I believe. And I should say, uh, uh, Bendy VR, which I guess we'll talk about, wouldn't exist without his work. Yeah, um, a lot of that was based upon where I was just teaching myself to do it was based upon his two forks for Firewatch. Firewatch, yeah. Uh, so I, oh, I literally okay. just set myself out to say I'm going to teach myself sort of Unity modding. And um, without that, I'd still be six months down the line. Yeah, you know, a lot to show. He doesn't give himself enough credit. Uh, yeah, I see. You know, I, I always see him kind of like like. You know, he sees something like what Prey Dog's done. He's like, oh, jeez, you know, why do I just quit? Why do I even do this? I'm like, no, dude, your mods are amazing. And he's laying the groundwork for a lot of people. And I was talking to him a bit today, actually, on uh, just briefly on Twitter, because he was asking about a, what, what game should he mod next? He had a couple on there. I don't remember what they were. And I was like, Madison, do Madison. That's a Unity game. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I mean, I haven't played it. I've been waiting for the VR version. I actually tried using yeah. his camera off of the Discord, but it, and it split it in two. But it's not working because even on even if you use a virtual desktop, you don't have the 3D in it for some reason. Oh. I'm I'm not sure. Uh, but I could get it to in the headset. It just have it was like it is in Vorpex. You know, you just don't have the 3D. At least I yeah. couldn't get it to work with 3D with Vorpex. <laughs> Not and real virtual 3D. desktop didn't uh, combine them to one. It or did. it did, but it wasn't. It did, 3D. but it was okay. just flat. Yeah, it's just flat. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, so it was like playing it in Vorpex. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with immersive screen. Okay. Mm. Uh, the last news thing that we're going to talk about before we get to our interview, and we could probably spend a little bit of time on this. So that's why I saved it for last. Uh, of course, everybody's been talking about it. And this is the thing we actually, we talked about this on the very first episode of Modcast uh, with Elliot Tate. And this was when uh, I think the the new jazz man, I think that's his name was first working on this. Uh, and that is the Prey Dog Universal uh, Unreal Engine VR Unreal. Injector. This hopefully will have a good name for that at some point. So we don't have the big long drawn. <laughs> I use every time I every time I commented on Twitter, I use like half of my Twitter characters just to <laughs> yeah, just talking about that moment. But uh, um, yeah. Uh, so anyway, I, I noted 
that should be coming out soon. We'll talk a little bit about it. But the really cool thing is he had on, uh, Elliot posted a video from, what's the name of that game? Severed Steel, where he actually had mm-hmm. um, motion controls enabled into it. So the possibilities for what that mod can do, I just have a feeling are going to be insane. My personal opinion is it's going to be the biggest thing to happen to VR since the Quest 2. But, yes, hundred uh, percent. Yeah, I, I don't know. 100%. I don't know if you feel the same way, Grant. You, you can comment a little bit on this. Yeah, cause... and this it reminded me actually because I've followed VR for so long, and I remember when Oculus first did their Kickstarter when it was just Palmer Lucky and he got yeah. uh, John Carmack involved. Uh, not a lot of people remember this, but pretty soon afterwards, when they were still doing shows, and I think the Kickstarter was fully funded. They actually announced that Oculus was going to support the whole library of 3D Vision, uh, NVIDIA's 3D games. Uh, Through that, and I think I I wasn't alone where I was just like, wow, you're going to have, I mean, 3D Vision is basically every game. So we're going to have every game in some sort of VR. Uh, And I guess they backed off that just because of the challenges they're in there. But I don't think anything's really come up to that level of saying, wow, like you're going to have so much content. And not just made for VR stuff, which is maybe underfunded compared to AAA games, but you're going to have just everything AAA there. Uh, Mm -hmm. I can't wait for it. Yeah, Yeah, The Prey Dog stuff on Resident Evil, I mean, if it's going to be there. And I mean, even if he gets it to where every game is 80% playable and maybe it's just a few tweaks here and there. I'm sure guys like Ray Capata and, and even us will be just interested in pushing it over the line in terms oh, yeah. of getting motion controls and, and different things working. Absolutely, because I believe, I'm pretty sure it's going to be open source. So, you know, mm-hmm. you know, anybody that's modding could take that and take the tools and that framework and, you know, tweak it and improve it. and Add to it, and, yeah. Yeah, so that's so. What's your favorite? What's the game that you're looking most forward to playing? For me, it's Days Gone. Yeah, I know. I just days. I saw somebody mention on there that they didn't think that that one was going to work. Uh, we'll have to ask. Really? We'll have to ask Elliot. <laughs> Elliot, is Days Gone going to work? Somebody had said. I saw somebody. Somebody commented on some forum. They're like, I just talked to the guys at Flat to VR, and they said Days Gone doesn't work. Well, so, if it's true, if it's like that, then I say it's a fan mode. It's not. It's a fan mod. Okay. It's not a real. It's, mod. it's just a fan mod. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a fan mod. Okay. So if not that, but, yeah. For me, know. I I just want to see a Gears game in there. Uh, oh yeah, War. Gears of War. Yeah. Gears I think War. it was Gears yeah. Four. Um, yeah, it's UE Four. So uh, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, I have so many. I have so many. I think there's like it's endless, really. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, the ones the one I really want to uh, the one I'm really excited about if it works, and I'm not sure because it's multiplayer. Uh, is Outlast Trials, which is coming up. I definitely mm-hmm. want. I'm excited for that. An Outlast game multiplayer in VR. That's like a dream come true. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, it's multiplayer, so I don't know if they're going to have like easy anti cheat on there. I know that doesn't play well with VR mods. Um, I don't know why it would be in that game particularly. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. But anyway, um, and then Scorn. I want to try mm-hmm. take that one. Looks like it'd be just beautiful. Uh, 
What are some of the other ones? We got Outlast. Tri- uh, oh, Callis- Stray. I definitely want to try. Callisto. Stray. Callisto, Callisto yeah. Protocol. I mean, that's yeah. that's Unreal Five, but mm. apparently this. I mean, because well, I've seen videos also of using Nanite and Lumen. That like that guy in that cave that did that Unreal uh, uh, video, and it looked it looked completely real. So I mean, another thing Anything that's just banned in Japan is a game I really want to try. Exactly. Yeah, if it's banned in Japan, are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, Dead Space, uh, that was a game that I just felt, I I streamed it in VR with Vorpex. I felt absolutely wrecked after every session of playing that game a couple hours of it and it would just kill me because it was just so stressful just that constant fear and stress yes and i i mean it looks like this game is taking that and going balls to the walls and it's going to be even yeah. more so yeah i'm, I'm really pumped I, I for think that the one. amount of games that people don't realize i know uh elliot tate has a whole list of these mm-hmm. would be great in vr and i i don't think that's anywhere near comprehensive there's no. a game I was actually checking out for a Unity mod called uh, Draugen. Draugen, it's um, I think a Scandinavian type thing, but very sort of heavily story based. And uh, we checked out, and I go, oh, it's it's unreal. But like every game like that, I mean, there's, I mean, there must be hundreds yeah. at this point. Yeah, tons of horror games. So many horror games. There's a lot of indie horror yeah. games on Unreal. Yes, like you know? Ill. Yeah, I wonder if Ill is going to come out because Ill is Ill, unreal. Ill is Unreal Five. Yeah, and uh, the have you have you seen anything on that one, Grant? Have you seen anything on Ill? Ill no. Oh, no. dude, you've got it. You've it got it. So good. It's the the it's uh, I think it's a Russian group that's doing this one. Um, the animator and the the modeler uh, is just some of the most intense body horror I've ever seen and just amazing yeah. deformations and, and yes. the way pieces of the bodies fall off, like hanging by strands of skin and sinew and stuff. It's just, it's so good. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it looks like it's going to be insane. It, he, his stuff, it reminds me a lot of the thing, you know, but the it, it's, Oh yeah. It looks I'm like still it, trying to get my VR legs for horror. Uh, someone that's never made it through like level two of dread halls or something i just can't i imagine like everything for me like i was always i never got any vr sickness but that's if anything got better but like jump scares for me in vr i imagine after five years or something i'd be used to it but i just can't i like i'm still at the point of it's not even like a mental thing i'm just ripping the headset off and be like, that's just a natural instinct. I didn't even have any control to do that. That's so, funny. Uh, yeah, I, I live for yeah. VR horror. So, <laughs> speaking of which, another really exciting thing. Uh, speaking of Prey Dog, is uh, the Silent Hill Two remake is mm-hmm. in Unreal Four. So, I'm just thinking that I could just see a total like Resident Evil Two style. VR mod for that yeah. with full motion controls. I mean, I'd be shocked if Prey Dog didn't jump on that one himself. <laughs> so, and if we don't have VR, because I saw, I didn't see anything about when PlayStation did their thing, or Capcom did their thing with Resident Evil 4. I didn't say anything about VR in this last thing. Yes. They're remaking it, right? Yeah, the, in the remake. Now, I know that when they first announced the remake, like in the bottom where they show like, you know, PlayStation five and PC and all this kind of stuff, they did have PSVR down there. 
but I didn't see it on there in this last one. So, but I'm like, mm. well, if they don't, Prey Dog's got her back. <laughs> yeah, we have someone. We have. Hold my beer. Yeah, because I mean, it's in the same engine, something. so I could just see him using the same framework and probably wouldn't mm, even be Especially able... as they're bringing um, Village, right? Resident Evil 8 to uh, yeah. VR 2. Yeah, that's going to be great. Mm. Can't, can't wait to try that out. Okay, so that's really all I had for news. I didn't, like I said, I didn't put a whole lot down because we've got three games yeah. to talk about here. so grant um tell us a little bit about us uh where are you from or where are you from what do you do you know that type of thing it's a little history Uh, so i'm i am english or british um but 10 11 years ago i moved to slovakia so a lot of peace and quiet to get some vr coding done uh I sort of, I've always been in for VR um, since I would say day one, but even prior to that, the first VR thing I ever got uh, involved with is I never bought a Sony PlayStation back in the day. Like, I thought it was <gasps> a great idea. Instead of that, I'm going to buy a uh, Atari Jaguar. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> Looking back is a great choice. But uh, back at the time, they actually announced they were going to do the first uh, VR headset for it. Yeah. And I was like, all in, I don't care. Like, everyone is just raving about the PlayStation. It's got 500 great games. Like, I just want this VR headset. And they had, um, what was that game called where you have to shoot the missiles down? Like an old arcade game. Missile Command? It's- yeah, Missile Command. They yeah. did a VR so, version of that and developed it for like six months. I was picking up like magazines and uh, they showed it to like the head of Atari at the time. And he like uh, tried it for five minutes, went through up and was like, <laughs> okay, this project's dead. So I was like, okay. And it wasn't Damn until... Damn motion uh, sickness. <laughs> yeah, I was scared to even uh, Google like what well, the status of VR until um, the sort of Oculus Kickstarter but from there, I mean, I've been in since uh, sort of day one, one way or another. And sort of speaking of Prey Dog stuff, for me, it was always just about trying to get the games I wanted to play in VR. So mm-hmm. when I first had uh, DK1, uh, the development kit that Oculus brought out, um, it was quite fun. There was maybe two or three quite good Unity demos, which are like five minutes long. And you're like, okay, and I wanted more. And that's when I joined up and contacted the team Virio Perception, if you're aware of it, which was sort of a similar thing to Vorpex uh, at the start, uh, but sort of open source um, and free. So, and we uh, focused on a few games, just trying to get VR into that. So it injected into DX9 games. Um, And that's actually where I met uh, Dr. Beef, Simon Brown. Uh, He joined the team. I sort of met him before that slightly online, trying to upgrade our uh, DK1 headsets to a higher-res panel. He sort of wrote a small thing to reflash the firmware. But uh, he joined the project, and yeah, uh, there was a few other members that left, and we sort of focused on before Skyrim VR got a proper mod that we were working on that and we had sort of a cheat engine based memory scanner going so we could actually do the camera and yeah when and i think that's about the time i mean by that point the da2 uh sorry dk2 had come out and they were sort of talking about the first cv1 for oculus and that's when we sort of saw the writing on the wall and said okay we're not quite getting close to perhaps where uh the native mods are and sort of gave it a break sorry uh 
And then, yeah, it was a bit of a break. And then uh, Dr. Beef started working on when the Gear VR came out. That was the one your mobile phone plugged into. And yes, used your, yeah. I think it was an S8 or something. Uh, that he did a Quake version for that. And then when the first sort of quest started to be there, he moved from uh, the Google One, Google Cardboard type things uh, to uh, doing like a quest version. And that's when I sort of said, well, I can maybe help with this. And then Lambda One, I sort of started mm. helping with doing the models, getting those a bit more VR. And then we've just sort of gone from port to port and... Uh, it was sort of uh, two or three years back. Um, we also met Bamza, uh, Mark, who's was just very, very enthusiastic. He was our most en enthusiastic sort of fan, especially with the old Quake stuff. And I don't know when it officially became a team, but uh, we've been going from there. And uh, Dr. Beef just sort of miraculously keeps uh, doing these ports. Um, yeah. I've sort of helped more and more with... Uh, things like the uh, Questy Doom launcher, and then recently, more recently, with Wrath taking over a whole sort of project on my own, uh, adapting that, getting into the Unity things, and now, yeah, as of uh, just a month ago, we sort of said, well, you know, let's let's turn to Patreon, let's actually get ourselves more active again because we've maybe hit something of a plateau where we said, well, there's enough out there, and oh, yeah. that's fine. That's awesome uh, that's... too. Hey, and everybody, mm -hmm. everybody, make sure that you support them on their Patreon because they do amazing Please. work. So, <laughs> 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 all right. So, uh, did I hear you say you guys were working on Skyrim VR, or you were you were trying Not to the do... official one? Okay, uh, so all right. Before the official one existed, there was sort of like a Vorpex version, but it was Vireo Perception. Um, but okay. that was the first one which we really focused on because so many people wanted to play where instead of just updating like the view, we actually tried to go deeper into the engine and get the sort of get access to the memory location, which was responsible for the camera. Uh -huh. So it's the very first one, which in VR, uh, it actually felt like Skyrim. It was really following your head movement without any latency at all. Oh. And then, yeah, and then the official one came along, and we went, "Okay, that's that was enough of that." <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> okay. that would, that kind of kicked it in the shorts, didn't it? Because that is, especially with Wabajack, which Vran helped me out like for like three hours straight getting all that nightmare installed <laughs> when i get my new pc i'm like maybe i'll just keep skyrim on my old pc <laughs> i don't know if i want to yeah. go through that again <laughs> all right so you've how long have you always been vr modding or is there have you modded other things besides vr uh, both Dr. Beef and I are developers by our day jobs, but actually both in something completely different. We're both in sort of more financial development. I'm a little well, bit more on the boring. AI side. <laughs> it's so boring. <laughs> wow. Um, so, yeah, so for us, this is spending another five hours an evening by the computer is, is our hobby. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, much like uh, Bendy VR, and doing Unity modding, just something you get interested in and you sort of just teach yourself as you go. Uh, with the native ports being all Android, I mean, there's a lot of Android stuff there, but right at the start, I mean, 
honestly, I mean, Simon, Dr. Beef just jumped through so many hoops and so many calls I had from him saying, this will never work, it's over. And then sort of 9 a.m. the next morning, he's like, well, that, that was fixed now. And <laughs> turn around. Um, so no, um, no one trained us to do it. It's not what we do uh, sort of day by day. It is just a, a hobby we picked up because much like the Braydog stuff, we just want to see more content in VR. Yeah, all of us do. Yeah. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's the crazy well, thing because we... Oh, go ahead, Graham. Graham. Viran. Viran. Fran. Fran. Whatever you feel. Like. <laughs> it, you kind of talked about that um, before, but it's just all three games are three different engines and you you touched all three and you kind of said that thanks to um, Rai, you kind of started diving into Unity games because Wrath is completely different engine, right? Or you said something that you put it in Unity or no? Uh, no. So yeah, the three games which are currently sort of uh, working on currently are uh, Dr. Beef's doing JK Quest, The Jedi Knight 2 and 3, Outcast and Academy together, which um, I believe is going to get towed off for this. It's either ID Tech 3 or 4. Um, so the same sort of engine as Return to Castle Wolfenstein, which we've done before, and Quake yeah. 3, of course. Um, so that's somewhat of a fit, but obviously it's such a vastly different game. And Wrath is actually the Dark Places engine, which was sort yeah. of an open source enhancement of the original Quake engine, mm. uh, which ran across different oh, platforms. So also working on that one. And yeah, Bendy was my attempt to teach myself sort of Unity decompilation and being able to override the functions in that with the ultimate goal of getting it into VR. So yeah, different, uh, wow, three very different uh, things. And, yeah, I mean, different uh, engines. My, and that's one... Yeah, my day-to-day, -day, I'm in Python. I, I think J uh, Simon's in Java. So yeah, it's not been the first time that I've started writing a piece of code. And I'm like, that's just not even the right language interesting really because it's i know that rai is focusing on unity mm -hmm. so i was wondering if whoever wants to start modding uh, what would you suggest because this is amazing that you touched three different engines and like for me it sounds crazy it sounds something that i wish i could do i'm pretty sure i can't because i don't think that way but I would so love to do this. I would so love to. I mean, my advice for that is I would say for anyone who just wants to get a working knowledge of it, just working in Unity, not even game modding, but just the sort of the engine itself or the uh, UI that they offer um, is probably the easiest way um, from the point of view of the, the language that backs it up is C Sharp which is, is very user-friendly, pretty easy to read. Mm -hmm. But you have immediately, I wouldn't say drag and drop, but you have visualizations of everything in the scene. Yeah. Next thing. So, I mean, way before I did Bendy and sort of tried to teach myself that, the launches for Quest C Doom, uh, for Quake 3 and for upcoming, because uh, JK Quest will have a companion app for automatically downloading 
all the various mods that um, are out there for it and automatically installing them so you don't have to get connected to your PC was all Unity. So I originally taught myself, well, how does Unity work from a VR standpoint? And that's honestly like the path of least resistance. Uh, so for me to make that jump into modding a game was saying, well, right, how can I get this game into a state that... I can just start writing the code, if you see what I mean. And I think that's where yes. I had to look around the flat to VR stuff. And I know there's been some videos released afterwards where I've like the knowledge transfer wasn't quite there where I could say, right, step by step, how do I go through this? All the puzzle pieces were there, but not quite in like a sort of comprehensive order or cohesive order. Um, so what I did is I just started logging what i'm doing so i took bendy and i said right this needs to be decompiled what steps do i need to do for that to do it taking all the code out um and i think once you've got a working knowledge of vr again that's for sort of game modding like you said you can pretty much drop in uh even one of regaporter's Partis, sorry, I knew I was going to murder that. Just call him Rise. Uh, script, <laughs> Rise, uh, script, and you're pretty much up and running. And from that point of view, I mean, Unity is is pretty crazy. Uh, that certainly for some of the games, uh, you can run it through a decompile thing, and you've got the entire code of the whole game there. So even if you're not even learning for VR, if you just want to learn how to code games themselves you can literally just scroll through how they've done literally everything there and all oh. um modders like or certainly the unity modders uh like ourselves or rye or dr yeah. bebop or is all you're really doing is saying well this function here that does that i'm going to replace that function with my own and i'm going to add this that and that into it so a good example in bendy uh, which i posted a little video for was turning the axe, which was just a case of there's just uh, something that's animated that goes down and where the axe mm -hmm. actual hits has nothing to do with where the axe is. That was all just yeah. based upon what the camera is looking at. And it just says at this point in the animation, hit wherever it is where you happen to be looking at. And you could say, well, okay, for that, that point of the code where it hits, I'm going to take that and I say, right, well, I don't want it to take it from there. I want to take it from where I think that axe is. Instead of doing it when I press a button, I want it where whatever the axe is has a certain velocity. And yeah, slowly but surely, you, you end up with something that feels reasonably sort of uh, VR, sort of major yeah. VR. Yeah, uh, it did. It did. Because yeah. when I held the X, it says uh, press the right trigger or something. But mm -hmm. I didn't really need to. I actually did use my hand and I found it really awesome that it works because the, the, the game really doesn't need hand controllers, but you have it there. And I thought it was a good touch because it looked like Mickey Mouse hands. You created yeah, the, yeah. a nice model of the hands. Um, but I thought it was a really cool touch because it's just so immersive that you do this and it works and the animation of the hands were nice and so I, I thought it worked really nice. But and I what I wanted that's... to ask you is... Sorry, go yeah. no, no, I was just going to say, no, uh, and I think that's a sort of rebuttal to some people who sort of say a lot of the modding that goes on, oh, it's just, it's a fan mod or something. Oh, fan mod. It's not a, <laughs> of course. Yeah, it's not native VR. It wasn't built for that. 
because you're going so deep into the engine and you've got uh, control over so many aspects of it, it's hard not to get. And I mean, there's enough sort of made for VR bad games out there which don't do a good enough job of <laughs> that yeah. sort of thing, which yeah, when you really have like people creating, you get their patrons or whatever, supporting, feeding back all the time, what you end up is... In a lot of cases, I mean, I would say of my top 10 VR experiences, six or seven are mods. Yeah, totally. Yes, totally. 100%. Well, I put my son in uh, Cyberpunk with Luke Ross's mod. He came back um, and he's been, I mean, I've been in VR since, you know, early 90s as far as like experiencing it. And, uh, uh, you know, and as soon as the Vive was available, I bought, I jumped on it and I bought the Vive. And so he's been doing VR since 2015 or whatever it was. Um, so he, you know, he's had experience and I put him in, in cyberpunk and he was like, that is the most incredible VR experience I've ever had, <laughs> you know? Uh, or like I had a friend over to demo some VR games from, and, uh, I sat him down and what did I put him in resident evil two? Uh, Alien Isolation, uh, Cyberpunk, and Half-Life 2 VR. <laughs> All mods. <laughs> All mods. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, these are amazing. This is what you need to experience. I mean, it doesn't feel like an experiment. It feels like you're in a full-blown yeah, game. Yeah, especially with, like Half-Life 2. Control. Jesus, that one is amazing. <laughs> if you told me the team behind yeah. Half-Life Alex actually went back and did that, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh yeah, I would have so it, smooth. Huh? It's yeah, it's it's that's why when I first played it, I was like, this it feels like Valve did this, you know, as far as like the VR part. It's <laughs> just so good. Um quick question because we were talking about this and modding other games and the android thing comes up and i'm always going to ask somebody but now i have somebody from team beef here so this is a great one to ask alien yep. isolation is on android now is that <sighs> something that could be put into quest 2 it since it's on Ooh. android uh yeah we've had a couple of people ask this and i i've not actually looked into it myself i presume it's on android because they officially moved it to android or someone's modded that i think they officially uh, it's officially been version. yeah yeah it's yeah. officially on android which doesn't lend itself to at least the team beef mod all of the android sort of stuff that runs native has an open source engine uh -huh. uh, we don't uh for any of that stuff we don't decompile it and release engines that weren't meant to be that all of the ID stuff, they released all the code and said, there you go, sort of oh, okay. it, release what you want. I would imagine um, the team themselves will do that. If, if they see fit to say, okay, right, this is on Android now, we'll release the engine as open source. Absolutely, it's going to be. Well, let's start a petition. We're going to jump on wow. that. <laughs> I mean, wow. like I said, I'm not a huge Quest 2 guy, but I think that, that uh, you know, they would be drooling to get Alien Isolation on the Quest 2. That, that's because I'm, I'm streaming that right now on, on Nightmare Mode, by the way. <laughs> and and they, they earned that title. <laughs> uh, it is one of my proudest uh, VR achievements that I've been through the whole of the campaign on. Just on normal. Normal yeah. is more than enough for me. Normal, yeah. <laughs> Such a good game. God, it's a great game. Uh, okay. So we kind of went over that. Did I, so, and you told us about how you got involved with Team Beef, so I don't have to ask that question. Um, so how how big of a team is Team Beef? Is it? It's, it's just literally us. So uh, me, uh, that guy, and yeah. oh, I don't know if this is going to be in there. But yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
yeah so the dr beef were in the doctor's outfit there uh-huh. uh, and yeah bumser who is uh he, he does a lot um and a lot of invaluable stuff he does all the testing but so many of our games require such the, like fine-tuning of settings for performance um mm-hmm. uh, bumser told me the other day that he doesn't play a game that doesn't have the oculus metrics over the top so even just when he's having fun he's always got like the graphs <laughs> across when it dips down that's, like, <laughs> but that's, that's very typically bumser um so he does a lot looks into the engines what we can tweak what we can change um things like that so yeah just the three of us Okay. All right. So it's wow. not a massive team. Man, you guys do so much. That's that blows me away even more that we have like three games in the works right now. You know, just because that that's nuts. Yeah. I talked to Simon a while back about being on the show. He's like, ah, well, you know, I'm just we're just not really doing anything. And then like a couple months later, it's like three games. It's <laughs> 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 like what? <laughs> <laughs> from a decision from him to do JK Quest, uh, because it was always probably the most likely candidate, because uh, there was a, a decent Android version. Now there are more than decent, um, and it being the same tech as Return to Castle Wolfenstein, he was like, "Okay, I'm going to start looking at this." And I know uh, he had some initial problems, like the renderer or something it was completely different. <laughs> and then it was just a typical Doctor B where he was like. Okay, I've got this up and running. Here's the first demo. You can go in. It was such a pace. It's, That's well, awesome. It makes us all feel bad. It's really, really nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, how many games is Team Beef modded now? So we've got Lambda. Is that okay, the first one? Uh, Castle yeah, Wolfenstein. Half Life One. So you got Quake One, Two, and Three. Jeez. Return to Castle Wolfenstein, Quest C Doom, which is sort of the LZ Doom, GZ Doom engine. So it's Doom plus all mm-hmm. the mods that people do. Um, Doom 3. Doom 3 is so good. I feel like I'm forgetting one. <laughs> yeah, because uh, well, yeah, we've got the Knights now. we got Wrath. Uh, and got then, yeah. Bendy. Yeah. Bendy. Yeah, so yeah, that's that's crazy. And that's be, that's yeah. happened. What in a period of like yeah, like three years? Yeah, let me check. I'm not forgetting one now. The three quakes. Uh... Yeah, let's keep it that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, nine. that's crazy. That's uh, yeah, nine. And honestly, uh, I know Simon doesn't like when I say this, but there's so many other candidates out there as well. Especially now we've or moved to unity's an option i think when prey dog stuff comes out perhaps wow. picking up and polishing ue4 ones as well and this is why our patreon has really helped because i can sort of talk about why we went to patreon but actually getting suggestions from people who say like this would be great and like we'll look into it yeah. a lot like alien isolation at the moment isn't possible mm-hmm. but i mean we've got a list of maybe 50 games which oh, are possible if if we looked into them and it's it's just a case yeah. of what would actually work best in vr but uh yeah it's been um it's been pretty invigorating and also going on to patreon and i think engaging a bit more with our community that way has been yeah. um there's one shout out i wanted to uh, make sure i didn't forget because i knew i would is we were contacted um not long after doing jk quest by mike kumelt which i don't know if the name won't ring a does bell it ring a bell for me people. yeah 
was actually the original developer of the Jedi Knight games. Oh, okay. And said, like, I just, ah, oh, like, I'm so thrilled to see this in VR. That's great. And That's he's so seen cool. it with such a different pair of eyes. Yeah. And he's actually one of our patrons, which he honestly didn't need to be. And we're thrilled because he obviously sees everything so differently. And, uh, I mean, we've done the first person lightsaber type action and he knows exactly because he wrote the ai of what the other guy's doing so he can see how they're reacting to where the saber is and everything he's like it's amazing something he wrote 20 years ago and now it's given a new leash of life and that they are That's actually amazing. i mean i've never beaten the actual end boss on our uh, jk knight demo that's out there at the moment i, I barely make it through the opening stages <laughs> yeah but, yes, I mean, me when too. You see <laughs> some of the patrons the videos that they put up are just these epic lightsaber fights where they're flipping everywhere so uh, yeah yeah i just i really wanted to shout him out because uh, we're thrilled to be in touch with him he's been you never know with the original devs i mean i think mike's the only one who's been actually uh, I say that the the devs of Wrath also were in touch, and we're also really happy to see the VR thing. That's that's uh, great. You you never know, and uh, for him also to be so enthusiastic, uh, really, really spurred us on. Yeah, um, I, I remember. Amazing. Yeah, because I remember when we had were doing the Luke Ross interview, and and we had asked him. You know, if the devs uh, had yeah. ever reached out to him, and then like the next day, <laughs> in a different way. Yeah, <laughs> the next day. So, uh, and, and V Ran asked that question, so it's all his fault. <laughs> it's me. It me. Yeah. But you know what? This is really like uh, it's uh, it's very nice that the, the person who invented this um, approached you and said, "Wow, this is great to see it in VR." It's something very confirming and very that's so good you're probably so cool. very happy to you know like it's like i i come from animation and i worked on the movie paddington and one of my friends animated a shot that had michael bond who invented paddington cheering a tea and paddington is taking his hat off from when they're riding a, a, on a he's on a cab on a black cab here in london and it was such a moment, I remember that everybody was like almost emotional in the studio because it's such a beautiful moment that the person who created this bear now in a movie is just like, you know, there's interaction. It's, it feels to me like it's the same, you know, that he brought the AI about or he, he scripted for this game and now he's all thrilled about having it in the headset. Which is really, really nice. It really feels like it's sort of come full circle, and uh, yes, I, I mean really we're nice. yeah, we were honestly thrilled. And, oh, I bet that's so. I cool. hope he likes it. We've uh, it's a uh, it's amazing. Back, yeah. It really is. I, I the, you guys, your team for for me personally, it's pretty much the only reason I ever pick up the quest too is to play Team Beef mods and Resident play, Evil Four. Yeah. Uh, other than that, and it's like eh, I'm not interested in most of the games I quit. But man, those, yeah. these games that you guys are bringing in, it's just yeah, they're they're awesome. Um, right, now, speaking mm -hmm. of Quest Two, so all of your mods have been there. Are you guys ever thinking about modding for PC VR? Um, this is a big question. I mean, one of the things we announced just this week is that. The way certainly the Quest 2 mods are at the moment is they are always specifically built just for Oculus. Yeah. Uh, they use Oculus Mobile SDK. If you were to look into the code, it's all Oculus code. 
Uh, one thing we've needed to do for a long time is move to OpenXR, which is sort of the open standard of writing VR mm -hmm, mods nice. so that it's device agnostic. Um, and one thing we've announced, been waiting to announce, is that all of the Team Beef ports will be coming to Pico 4. Yeah, I just uh, saw that announcement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because that, by moving to this more generic one, and there's still a little bit that's specific to the headset, we can actually move across. And people have asked, does that mean does that mean, mean that your ports will then can just go to PC VR the same? Not as easily, um, but it's something that gets us certainly some of the way there. So I think at some point in the future, because what we're also doing with our patrons now is... Certainly when Bendy's finished, maybe JK Knight is sort of doing votes and saying, here's all the possibilities. Now, what would you like us to work on? Yeah. And if that happens to be, look, there isn't a uh, return to Castle Wolfenstein for PCVR. Can you look into that? Then that's, that's, that's what we'll do. And especially that one in particular, because, I mean, Quake has obviously an alternative there. Half-Life 1 from Max Vollmer. It's now uh, there. Doom 3 has the fully possessed mod. So there's only a couple which you can't get. The JK uh, Night one, sorry, JK Quest ones, there's quite old versions which were built for the very old uh, Oculus ones, which again is a, is a possibility. So we may get there. Um, it, isn't, it isn't an easy step because although the actual VR part of it can be more generic, the like the rendering even the mathematics on the cpu is still aimed at an android system so that would be the first thing but it would be quite interesting especially in the case of return to castle wolfenstein because there's i forget the name of it uh, io rtw which they've sort of people have created their own engines which allow far more hd graphics a lot of uh, really cool mods on there mm -hmm. um, which pc you've got the power to really push yeah, that so, yeah It'd be interesting to see that. Obviously, the Bendy stuff, all the Unity stuff, if we ever get into UE4, that's all PC VR. Yeah, already. obviously, I asked the question. I, I There's uh, the one. <laughs> yeah, I think Wrath as well. Um, lots of people have asked about Wrath being PC VR. Yeah, for that's some reason, awesome. I thought it was. But yeah, it works so good. In the Something I noticed about Wrath when I was playing it, walking through it, and it's probably just because the the engine... But it really felt to me, I don't know if you, did you ever have any experience with the A4 engine? Uh, it was like clear back in the early 2000s and it was an engine that you could buy and build your own. It used something called world definition language and you could build your own uh, 3D shooters and 3D games and stuff. And so I bought that and I was all, and it felt very, very, very similar to that kind of engine and the mm -hmm. smoothness of it and just the way the textures looked and everything. So just, just kind of a little thing that I thought I'd ask, but, um, okay. So fall in order. No, not fall in order. That's not the name of the game. It's dark forces i don't know i get star wars mixed up it's all the same to me uh, <laughs> what what did you in the jedi knight games what what is the what is your part in that uh so for jedi knights uh that's something simon's sort of heading up i've been involved i mean we're, we're quite close i mean we have a signal sort of conversation popping every day so we're all sort of into testing each other's projects and stuff 
Um, I've got it set up locally and can see the code, so I'm looking into that. One thing I've already said to Simon is, I mean, one thing we want to do with it is it's clear when you play it, and I mean, if you look up uh, especially Outcast videos online, Jedi Knight Outcast, is there's lots of, I'm not going to call them bugs, but there are lots of funny things of the original game. So, for example, there's certain things where the hitboxes on the stormtroopers, you could be firing at a stormtrooper and not hitting them at all. I guess mm-hmm. it's vice versa. From I kind of, I thought, I thought, <laughs> I thought I was a stormtrooper. It's up. I was like, I'm, I'm aiming right at it. What's going? <laughs> yeah, and especially when they were a lot faster. Is we originally played it, and we're like, this is great. It's Star Wars and VR. Who doesn't want that? You've got the lightsaber, but. So the gunplay felt a little underpowered. Uh, so something we sort of announced early on is we're going to do a Team Beef director's cut. There you that, go. Which is going to be sort of toggleable. There's a big checkbox where you can say, turn this off, where we're actually going to take it and say, well, this isn't uh, sort of honest to the original vision, but we think this will play better. So it's about certainly fixing the hitboxes. And we've got a whole list of things that we want to improve to make it feel a bit more impactful. I mean, for me, the first time I fired a laser in there, I'm like, that's cool. But if it takes five seconds to hit a guy that's 300 meters away, yeah. that doesn't feel realistic. So it's just about speeding everything up. So something I've said to Simon is he's doing a lot of the foundationals of bugs and things like that. And between the three of us, Bums has got, is actually playing through the whole game now uh, before we release the version where the full game is playable is we're going to just sort of brainstorm and say, what do we want to achieve with this? And it's nice to be able to not say, right, let's just rush as quickly as possible to release. Let's let's take the feedback that we got from our patrons and say, right, let's make this as good as we're going to get it. So um, I've already said I've got some ideas. Um, I've already been secretly looking at the code to say what we can actually do to make that better. And Oh, and the other thing I'll be doing is the companion app for that. So what that's going to do is uh, eventually, because both games are releasing Academy and Outcast, um, mm-hmm. so it's going to give you a quick way to switch between the two without not having to install two things. And honestly, back in the day, this was a game I never played. And the modding scene for it is just, we were blown away, like how many people said this was our number one game back in 2002 or whenever it was. Mm. Um, and so many people did such amazing mods. I mean, mods where you can play through the entire movies, have all the famous movie fights. So we want to make sure that's really accessible so you'll be able to launch a companion app, see what's out there, download a mod, and then the companion app will say, okay, I want to launch this mission. Uh, nice. For it to do that. Awesome. Yeah, I, got, I remember when I bought the these games just the other day it was like three bucks for all of them or something on some site yeah. i can't remember what it was and uh i remember how it like it's like they downloaded and installed like that i was like you know back yeah. in the day i remember there was a star wars game and it was just a demo and it was like in probably 97 98 and uh I had dial up at the time and that little demo took me all night <laughs> to download. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh so do you guys have any ETA on the full release of that game? So uh JK Quest, we've said the first public one, which will be free and public to everyone, 
uh, will be winter 2023. Okay. So sometime between sometime now soon. and February, March. As I said, we, we want to make sure we get it right. Um, Wrath, I'm not entirely sure because it's not come out of early access yet on Steam. And the problem is that they're obviously developing a lot of new things, which is going to change the code base. Okay. So yeah. depending how they look, we may either release a full public one that says everyone can play what's currently there, and then there'll be another one like that. Or if it looks like they're going to hit an early 2023, we'll try and release full alongside that. Um, Bendy is out before the end of the year. Okay. So oh, nice. once again, soon, soon. Awesome. Okay. Really nice. So what all did you do in Wrath? So, yeah, so Wrath is, was my sort of baby, I guess. Is okay. Because Dr. Beef's uh, Quake 1 was Dark uh, Places Engine, and Wrath was a modified Dark Places Engine. I said, okay, like, let's, let's learn what uh, Simon's done here, and let's see if we can get this working, and... It's funny looking back, you forget how much time you spent on it because I, I sort of left the project for a while. But uh, yeah, so basically everything from adapting the engine completely, so everything they've added on, I've merged with our version of that and then adapting what was the original Quake one, which worked for a lot of it and then some things didn't work at all, has been adapting the VR, adding different VR elements myself. Um, which again is is Wrath's a funny one. It's a different game. You got a lot of things going on, uh, especially with it's brutal. The, it's a brutal. Uh, if no game. one's played the game. You've got that sort of sword dash where you can sort of yeah. charge it up and then dash through the air, which I'm sure is going to be responsible for lots of vomit. You know, a few people vomit. <laughs> uh, but then I mean, just so that's and then that sword. I mean, was completely changed a bit like Bendy to be completely a melee weapon. Is not a button press. Uh, which Quest, uh, sorry, Quake didn't really have. Um, and yeah, just all, all the different elements. So just completely getting that working. And then, I mean, it's with our patrons at the moment. Pretty much the whole game is is playable. I know uh, one guy is sort of striving ahead and got way beyond where I've got with it and has found a bug. But uh, yeah, so I'm just um, responsible for getting that to completion. Oh man, it's it's fun. Oh. That, out of the out of the three. That I've played that was the one that was like really wowing me as far as just how it played nice. it's it's, it's nice. great um the it's so fast-paced and it's it's like I said it's just brutal man I, I got I went into the one one cavern and these big guys with guns came along or whatever and I don't even know how they were hitting me they, they killed me every time <laughs> uh, and this is a good example of where bums are uh just really helps the team out is i'm so focused on just little bugs and so far into the engine and he came along and he was like this is great but like the world scale is off so the people who played the very first version i did uh put out on patreon like this is cool but the hands look a little small you look like a like a small child or something he was like uh, adjust this to this and suddenly i was like even though i was like wow suddenly the enemies are like seven foot tall in front of you yeah. with your arms all the weapons look great yeah uh, no the scale is great now it, it's uh, nailed it's awesome it's great it's great <laughs> yeah it, it, it i agree it does run 
so smooth and so fast and it just you just feel like you're in there it's it, it out of the three well for me my experience with bendy was good um visually and scale wise but wrath for oh, the quest is perfect especially when i travel and take it with me and show people it's one of those castle wolfenstein is one mm-hmm. and now wrath is going to be the second one that try this because mm-hmm. it's like a boomer shooter everybody loves those yeah yeah, yeah. So. Uh, but it's got a nice a modern feel to it it's it does yes yeah. of <laughs> this is it's kind of embarrassing but of all of the team beef ports the only one i've ever played to completion is quake the original quake, <laughs> which <laughs> was fun but going back to it quakes is aged a bit but uh wrath when you first try it and you have sort of the recoil from the guns and everything they've given it yes. a sort of like a, a boomer shooter feel and the sort of the retro sort yeah. of almost pixel art graphics yeah. but it's yes. got that feel yeah. of like a real modern shooter as well yeah exactly yeah. And, and the the 3d amazing. the 3d models you know even though they're kind of like voxel looking you know they yeah. still they still mm-hmm. they work great i was i was dying laughing when you hit those like zombie skeleton dudes and they're their bottom half is still kind of walking around. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> they have this cartoony animation too. Yeah, and, it's, it's and great. You chop the head off and there's still like the blood splatters, but he still walks towards you. Mm-hmm. One of them killed and, me like this. Uh, and it's funny, I mean, it's, it is really rewarding to see uh, people who play it and like put out videos because again like you're just so close to something you never notice and I think yeah. it was Gamertag and also Beardy. Yeah. You know, Beardo, banjo, uh, banjo. yeah. Uh, <laughs> both of them played it, and the first thing they noticed is that when the zombies are on the floor, when you move, you can actually kick their heads around, yeah. which I never yeah, noticed that, at all. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? It actually scared yeah. me at one point because something moved, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I kicked the head. <laughs> um, it was kind of cool. Hey, uh, let's let's talk about Bendy. What made you decide to mod Bendy? Was it just that it's a Unity game, or because you said you're not into horror games? And <laughs> <laughs> so looking back, no, that that was a terrible choice. Uh, <laughs> no, the um, uh, it was a game I really liked. Um, sort of pancake and looked at and i just thought this is just a nice simple game it's got a great aesthetic i'd love to see it in vr and when it came to unity um there's a few sort of prerequisites every unity game needs to have to be able to be sort of decompiled and converted and it sort of matched all of those and yeah i'm not sure i'm not sure i really like i i just love the art style of it sort of that old almost like a cuphead Type, yeah uh, yeah it is look a of beautiful it. game and i mean again this is something that's not going to do me well because at the moment the demo that's available to patrons now is only the first chapter mm-hmm. but even myself has not gone through the whole game so i'm just dreading now what testing that is going to be like <laughs> because from what the trailer bumza did i mean it looks terrifying so it looks like it gets I pretty intense I never yeah. It. <laughs> yeah i was like i was surprised when i saw the trailer because i mean i thought it was just kind of a just kind of a puzzle game but it looks like there's a lot more there, there, there's some action in this game too correct 
Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I mean, the first level you get the axe and you can sort of, okay, I can break things, but I mean, you're going to be swinging that, lopping people's heads off, I think, by the end oh, of Oh, fine. It. Well, I always enjoy and that. Like, little things, uh, <laughs> Wait. sort of tune creations coming after you. So okay, yeah. That should be good. But yeah, no, I just, it was always in the back of my mind of a game that I I just thought was really cool when I played it in Pancake, and I just thought, it's just a shame. I like, I don't want to go any further with it, because if there's a VR mod that's available and... I mean, for exactly the same reason I joined Virial Perception, the same reason, I mean, Simon and I are really good friends, but even for like these ports, it's always the same thing is just, I play a game, I want to play it in VR. Mm -hmm. for, for me, just Pancake's mm -hmm. not so interesting. Yeah. Uh, there's a long list. There's um, uh, a few other games I've sort of looked at, which I really just think are going to be great in VR. There's one called, sorry, I'm just going to look this up. No, that's cool. Uh, yeah. Um, there was actually yeah, one a of game the questions. Called, yeah, mine too. Yeah, there's a game <laughs> called Cloudpunk um, on Steam. If everyone's done it, it's um, it looks um, it's basically sort of Blade Runner in that floating taxi, but all of the graphics are sort of similar, sort of a voxel thing. Um, mm -hmm. Really unique looking game, um, but wasn't a great fit because the code behind it is actually obscured. So although you can still mod it, it's, it's a lot harder. But that's the game I looked at, and I was mm -hmm. like, man, like, why is this not in VR? Like, um, I know, is it, I think it's a game called Lo-Fi at the moment. It's yes, yes, that's anti-cleric. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So very similar sort of looking game, but this has more of like almost a Minecraft sort of box okay. art to look, feel to it. And the first time I did that, you've just got the rain coming down. You're in this taxi zooming around. Um, that's it, but yeah, like between Unity, between Prey Dog stuff, um, even between like native things that we're keeping an eye on of when it's ready to actually bring to Quest 2, there's just there's, there's, so, there's so much I want to play personally in VR, and then that just motivates me to... There you go, that's right. Yeah, yeah. that's nice, yeah. that's nice. And do you have like, did you have that moment, do you still have that those moments that you try and say, okay, let's see if it works in VR, like what maybe in Bendy you did that because it's the first time you did Unity. You put it, oh my God, it works. And you take the headset off and it's like, oh, to your spouse. Oh my God, you got it. Look at, it works. Do you have that, those moments? Is it, do you still have those, that excitement? Yeah, yeah. I think we still take a step back because especially with some of the stuff Simon was doing at the start, I mean... I guess not. maybe let's say return to Castle Wolfenstein is you can honestly say, yeah. well, like I was the second person in the whole world to ever experience return to Castle Wolfenstein in VR. <laughs> and like, you're like, you, nice. you do take in that moment. And like, certainly, I mean, wrath for me was a big moment because I probably went through two or three weeks where I didn't even put the headset on. I was just, mm -hmm. and uh, Simon does this all the time when he's trying to get a project working at the start, you're just often like banging two projects together or you're banging through without ever knowing if it's actually going to work. <laughs> I think I, like wrath, I got to the point where the menu uh, sort of rendered without a cursor. So I was just unable to get to the next step. And then the first time it comes up and you're like, okay, I'm in the world. The head track is working. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's working. Yeah. It is nice. And it's, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. It's it's cool. That's nice. So uh do you have any inside information at all about any of the 
upcoming games Team Beef is going to be working on? I don't know if I don't think we covered that. On... Um, oof, I don't know what to say on here. As I said, because a lot will be put down to our patrons uh, to see what they'd really like to see. Uh, there's a subset that are really into the Unity stuff. Uh, there's a subset that's different engines and things like that. I mean, certainly there's been some things floated around. For me, I'll give you the one I'm excited to bring, which does look like it's a possibility would be and would follow on, which would be Quake 4. Okay. Um, because very similar engine to Doom 3. Um, it's one that maybe didn't get enough love back in the day, but for us, I mean, Doom 3 was really just hit that sweet spot of mm what the quest 2 was capable of in terms of standalone graphics yeah it's while beautiful. being a full thing um, yeah so that's certainly out there um i do have a list that people have a lot of people are calling for morrowind um, oh yeah that's got a that's got there. a multiplayer mod now doesn't it for vr uh, yeah there's there's a lot i know there's a pc vr version of that yeah um I don't know why I'm drawn to horror, but uh, I'd really like to go out. Maybe Amnesia. Dark yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. That'd be a perfect one. Yeah. And they released that open source a while back. It's, it's maybe a bit of a bigger challenge. For me, there's just so many I'm excited about. For me, again, um, Free Space 2, the space shooter, is something we've never done before. I'm probably going to age myself by having played this back in the day. But yeah, Free Space 2 was just the really the height of space sims uh, okay and they also did a, a massive mod for it called i'm gonna forget the name but it was basically battlestar galactica they turned the whole engine into a complete total conversion of that that's pretty interesting um now the the new battlestar galactica or the old one from the 70s <laughs> good question um i don't think they got any i think it's just the story so oh, oh, maybe okay. again lean in uh, i've only ever seen the more modern one um, oh man but... i was a kid battlestar galactica was my thing man i loved it i had the i had little toys and everything <laughs> no but like uh and the mo like the mod i've played it on pancake and they've got that sort of accelerated start out of the ship yeah where you're sat there and it rose up and it goes out so i'd love to see that on uh, quest 2 but i mean these are all uh you know uh what people are suggesting i can't promise anything there's a really good engine out for a game called arx fatalis which um I never, again, played back in the day, sort of maybe Quake and a bit later type era, um, more of, I think, an RPG. Again, difficult mm. to say. Um, oh, there was one. Uh, Unity-wise, PCVR. Yeah, there's a game that just came out, which actually the team commented on, which is Proteus. Okay, which I is know another the name. One. Yeah, it's another one which sort of has not a boomer shooter type feel, but something very similar, sort of old school feel to it, but looks like uh, sort of ultra violent. So always that, good. For, like always that. love the ultra violence. Yeah. <laughs> and the sort of team said, <laughs> the team said on Steam that they've got no interest. Maybe someone could do a port for it. So I was like, oh, we'll, we'll, you know, well, there we'll you go. For that yeah. At some point. So there's that a lot. Accepted. And then, like, yeah, there's a lot down the line, and there's a lot of engines which are still in 
uh, development that we keep an eye on. I mean, there's one which sort of did all the old Bioware games. So then you're talk, sort of talking uh, the old Star Wars, was it Knights of the Old Republic yes. games were great, yeah. Jade Empire, things like that, which aren't quite ready for us to get involved. But if that comes to fresh and they become playable, it would certainly be something we're interested in. So cool. Hopefully, uh, Nice. Yeah, we're not going. We're not going anywhere yet. <laughs> do you have any so more that questions? The question that I had oh, about a go. whiteboard. Yeah, I was like, do you guys have a whiteboard with names of games? Like, how do you? Where do you? But you already answered with, and you said about the Patreon and uh -huh. people that suggest, and and you have your hmm. own agenda of what you want to see in VR. So. Yeah, yeah, and sort of our Discord, um, there's a channel there for just, uh, suggesting things, and I try and keep a list of sort of what is possible, which is about 50 long, and those yeah. are all just the native ones. Uh, so certainly hit us up there if you see anything uh, which looks like it could be possible. Cool. Yeah, nice. Do Anyone you have any... Uh, one is watching. <laughs> Yeah, because they, comment, they right? yeah they want. they don't they don't ever get any suggestions. I'm sure. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, of course, one or two maybe. Did you have any other questions, Ryan? No, I think uh, I think everything was answered while we were talking, and mm -hmm. uh, yeah, he answered a lot of mine. Uh, I didn't have to ask. Answered, yeah. Um, yeah, Can I ask, much, uh, uh, how did you find that, uh, if you've never played it before, the first level of Bendy, did you find it quite uh, jumpy or just was, generally in VR? How did yeah, it feel? It's something that you said, oh, I don't do, I don't do VR, uh, I don't do scary, I don't do jump scares. There, I, I had like three jump scares in that game and I had played it with Vorpex, so I kind of knew what I'm going into. Mm -hmm. and yet, when that cardboard was popping in, that freaked me out. Um, that was cool. I loved it. I loved it. It was but awesome. One of my favorite scenes is when you walk in and that like wolf or the goo is like chained into that thing yes. and it's like, yeah. you know, obviously yeah, with dead with his yeah. chest all open up. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was yeah. like, oh yeah, I love where this is going. I love the feel of the game. Um, I said, I didn't personally have the best experience, but it was because I didn't, something was wrong with the way things were turning. Yeah. Um, so, and that wasn't, yeah, was, was that wasn't your fault. That was just, I, I just needed to recenter my character. Um, so there, there, if anybody ever has that issue, I suppose, you know, we just recenter. Yeah. That, 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 that issue fix is it. fixed. Uh, okay. yeah, I wanted to give you guys a pre look, but yeah, uh, yeah. since I worked on today and, um, Certainly, the version which we've just launched to our patrons doesn't. Okay, have that so issue nobody has to worry about it anymore. So that's cool. Yeah. But no, yeah, it's it's great. I really want. I'm really really interested to see where that goes because the feel yeah. of the game is really good. It's very ominous. You know, I I don't some I don't know if they were there before, but like when you walk down a hall and then all of a sudden there's this writing on the wall, and I'm like, was that there before? I don't think that was there before. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I've it's, seen it's, the jump scares uh... maybe a hundred times now, and <laughs> I think I was doing a final test before releasing, and like. I know it's coming. I know it's coming. I still get the goosebumps in the back of my neck. <laughs> yeah. so the hair stand up a little bit. There's something about yeah. VR where you just feel that mm -hmm. yeah. relation to it. But uh, I think there's a, yeah, like um, I'm looking forward to well seeing people play that because I know later in the game you have like a thing you hold up to see like secret writing on the wall and everything. I think it's going to oh, nice. translate really well to VR. Yeah, that'll be awesome. <clears throat> 
I, yeah. I can't I can't wait I can't wait to to play it through okay well I think that's it for today then that's awesome man thank you so much for joining us uh, and then yeah, you, my pleasure you know you can you can uh, tease Simon for not coming on our show because he's missing out oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah that's it for us today guys uh, thank you so much for watching hey make sure you hit like and subscribe and click on the little bell thingy and uh, comment on the video we get great engagement on these videos it's so awesome uh, we're also on we're also on Spotify uh, so yeah if you want you can you can buy some merch you know we've got we've got bugs and stuff uh, we I don't shirts. Yeah, we, don't, we need to do a banana hammock. No, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, that's gonna be it for us. I don't know if it's gonna be two weeks uh, uh, when our next show is. We, I, I'm not sure, but we will definitely. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if Prey Dogs mod comes out tomorrow? Well, then the we're next gonna episode have... will be yeah in three days. In three days. <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, and and that one we're hoping to have our hands on uh, beforehand so we can give our, our um, thoughts on games that we've played and everything so that'll be awesome so anyway uh, thank you so much uh, Baggy G for being with us uh, and from Vran and I uh, we'll see you guys later bye bye guys yeah. <laughs>